five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Five more. One, two, three, four, five. My dad was once an all-star athlete competing with the greats. He was up there with Ronnie Coleman, Dennis Rodman, and Scottie Pippen. He's the reason I started lifting. He's the reason I was a multi-sport athlete in high school and college. I owe all my success to this man. Although sports competition and lifting PRs feel so meaningless, what was all of it for? I just feel so empty inside. I don't really want to sound like a bitch. But I've been struggling for as long as I can remember. I don't know why I even pushed myself so hard. I didn't want to do any of it. I was just a man trying to follow in his father's footsteps. Can you hate me for that? <laughs> oh, this is Oliver. Yeah, he's my only friend in the entire world. Hey, how's it going? My name's Oliver. Yeah, Kelly, I've known this guy way too long. I love him to death. Although, he does push me a little too hard. Hey, that's for your own good. I try to stick by Kelly and make sure he's on the right path. He's like a brother to me. He's been through a lot, though. I just want him to be happy. So, I'll be there for him. I'll be there through it all. Thick or thin. Music stylings of hearts. I want the Columbo now. <laughs> it's cool, right? Only twenty dollars. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. I yeah. want a Columbo. Yeah. Columbo. Columbo. Thirty-eight weeks ago, Horace and I set out to make a new type of podcast, one with skits, transitions, and a whole lot of fun. Thus, Camp Podcast was born. Um, you've heard from our two characters, Kelly and what was the other guy's name? Your fucking character. My character's name? What was my character's name? Your character's name is Oliver. I never remember my character's name. You have to say it right now. Kelly and Oliver. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Why not? Okay. Why not? Um, are, are just one of those characters. Yeah. So. Welcome back to Faded slash Faded, Triple slash Faded again. Triple slash Faded. Today's a new type of podcast episode, season whatever. Season eight. No, we're calling it Arc 8. Apparently, no season eight. Is it still season yeah, eight? Season eight. All right, cool. But we're still What's in the training the arc. We're What's in the training arc. Okay, cool. So it's like all the episodes we still deem to be a part of the training arc. Okay, cool. All the seasons. Anyways, season eight is starting off it. a little different. If you've heard any of the other podcasts, this one probably doesn't sound that different right now. But trust us, it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> specifically just, just trust because us, all right? specifically because we have yet to record. Any of the scenes yeah. as of recording these 15 minutes on the first episode of the season. Like what you heard probably before this. It's kind of weird now. I mean, it's it's, it's, kinda, it's super yeah. weird talking I, about it. I don't know what you guys heard. Yeah, <laughs> we do not know what you heard. We just know the script is written. I wrote the script, the script already. Yep. Um, so we want to kind of hit it differently and kind of talk about how we're feeling going into it. You know, like actually give a little bit of space between 
No, like the Certain whole elements. The whole purpose of this podcast is for you guys to get an inside look of what it's like to develop the transitions that we create these little movies. Yeah, and we were like, you know what? Let's add new context. Let's hit them with an episode one that starts before we even record. Of course, this is me literally just reading the script. Harris just came over a couple of hours ago. We read the script, yeah, and then I had some inputs on the script. So that's what's fresh on the mind right <laughs> <It's>, now, bro. <laughs> so what? Let, we might as well just tell them what we went through. Basically, I came in through with the script. Uh, had him read the script, and he fucking hated it. It was trash. <laughs> I had uh, to give my input. I yeah, had to give my input. Uh, apparently, <laughs> he was just like, "Yo, this whole thing." It, none of it works. Not like, nah, all of man. it is trash. So uh, you guys will hear the what, best <laughs> version of it. Definitely, <laughs> what, but what I so what sorry. ended up happening is four lines got changed and now it's good. <laughs> yep. So yeah, yep. that's honestly lesson lesson number one. You know, it's like it's never really it, it, it's not as bad as it sounds or as big of a deal. Sometimes one little line change it could be as small as possible one little thing can change the entire story and make Definitely. it just end up working you know and it took us like an hour but what and it it, it was really just trying to find out hey johan what is what? it yeah. specifically that is the issue here you know cuz i couldn't see it myself and that's why it's great to have a second that ass. Pair of eyes. Yeah, it I is. didn't see it myself. I was just like, it looks perfect to me. But no, it was like one specific thing that needed to be changed. And I think it was a good change myself. And Jean thinks it was a good change as well. So, well, damn right. I'm, I think it's a good change. So now, yeah. I, um, I mean, I was proud of the like, script to begin with. But uh, a little bit more context, me going into writing the script, I guess. Uh completely different type of thought process doing this one this one what's wait tell the audience what a typical script writing session for us looks like and what this new type of well script a writing. typical script writing is usually me being like hey here's this story that i want to tell here's like a couple of jokes and like here's how i want the story to end and bang bang boom the story's written you know but this one was a lot more like mental energy simply because i uh included a lot more direction into this script right like this one is more of a documentary style so i had to specifically think of what it would look like in a documentary and then yeah. write down what i think it would sound like in a documentary and also have to go through the thought process of if this was a documentary it would cut here it would cut out here there would be a a one-on-one -on -one here the, the, and then the what kind of sounds were going on in the background um is there a change of scenery mid-scene all of this type of stuff needed to be done like all in my head like super theory crafting like so required a large number of of just mental attacks and like just time like this one took a lot more time than any of the other mm. ones did simply because like the mental attacks of just having to like because none of it was done in time it was all theory like yeah. everything is written down yeah. on there is like super theory whereas people write stories all the time definitely you know people always write stories it's an easy thing but yeah i gotta give it props to people like uh, well documentaries are done weird you know like, they're definitely different because stories are already told yeah, exactly. and then they put a documentary on top exactly. of it but this it's one like is discovering like it. i'm creating the story and the documentary at the same exact time yes. which was the part that was just like 
How the like? Cause how the fuck do people do that? Like it's impo- Like that. I give you the- props, man, because you're definitely a great storyteller. But in the yeah. in the pursuit of trying to see the documentary, you kind of lost the story a little bit. Yeah, and that's what the second pair of eyes definitely just yeah. aided that in a little bit, just because well, because it's fucking difficult to put to do all of it. You have to write this like like I just said. Like you have to like write. A documentary is put on top of a story, but when you're writing the story and the documentary at the same time, it like breaks everything into like a billion pieces. <laughs> like this one was so tough. Like I don't know if people are gonna understand how tough it was. Like no nope. fucking think of not it. Not at all. <laughs> like man. write it. They're like, gonna hear the final product and be like, "Wow, that was great." I don't know. What oh, you're yeah, about. Uh, I don't bro. Know. I I I have high hopes for this one. Hopefully, it sounds good. This is gonna be a lot of work for Joao too. So I'm gonna give him a you know a thumbs up already because I know he's gonna do a great job. No, but I, it. I love having the 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 directions that you've included. Cool. It's great to have a little bit more of a clear sense of like spatial awareness. Like yeah. Yeah. what's around us, what the sounds we're going to be hearing. Yeah. It's just, it makes my job a little bit easier in the sense that I don't have to really think about it. I know what I'm going to be adding. Yeah, but yeah, of course, yeah. I'm going to add my own creative elements to it as well. Cool. Um, later on, you hear a hospital. Like I can literally hear every single sound. Dope. 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 Yeah, and, and obviously this one is meant to be a lot more like cinematic. I, and I actually ended up seeing Oppenheimer yesterday. Oh, you saw it already? Yeah. I don't want to hear a single detail. Dude, I, I'm going to see it tomorrow. It was a three-hour long movie. I don't um, want to hear a single detail. The bitch was... Loud as hell. I watched it obviously 100% yeah. need to watch it in IMAX. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, a little bit of more context before I talk about anything. I had no idea what the movie was about. Uh, I went in here. I got spoiled a couple of days before. Like I learned that Oppenheimer is like about a bomb. Right. So that was my like first hint. I was just like, boom, what the hell? This is about a bomb. I never watched trailers for movies or I try not to. Like mm-hmm. I just hear, hey, it's a good movie. So I'm just like, I'm gonna go in and watch it. So like, yeah, I didn't know. And then uh, I'm pretty sure this is not a spoiler to you because you probably did go through history. But Oppenheimer is a scientist. Yes, he is. He's the one who created the atom bomb. <laughs> yes, he is. I had no fucking idea. So like I Him started the movie. I had no idea where the movie was going you know <laughs> so like the fact i feel like in the beginning hour and a half of the movie they like they were probably thinking yeah you know we're assuming that people who are watching this movie know who oppenheimer is he used to be a household name during world war ii yeah like everyone was familiar with him because obviously they dropped it on hiroshima and nagasaki and everyone's like yo who did this yeah yeah, yeah. And so i but, thought but Oppen- our generation no no because i thought that oppenheimer was a bomb <laughs> Right? So I was just like, I've never heard of this bomb before. Like, well, they're making a movie about a bomb I've never heard about? So I was going like, I was actually like, I was like waiting. I was just like, so when are they going to drop the Oppenheimer? <laughs> like, like, I was like, because I've never heard of this bomb before. My like, God. Because I was just, and then they were just like, oh, no, he just made the Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I was like, Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> that's what the movie's about. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. That I'm happened. excited to watch it. I don't want to hear any details about it. I mean, yeah. The that, only that thing, was it. I only, <laughs> apparently one um, reviewer of the movie said it's going to forever change the way we view movies. Would you feel like that's true after seeing it? That's all I want to know. Yes or no? No. Oh, okay. Well, then that guy's a fucking liar. Don't believe me. You just—I just told you I didn't even know who Oppenheimer was. I missed. Liar, I missed the movie. Uh, I went. I missed an hour and a half of the movie. <laughs> you missed an hour and a half of the movie? No, that reason. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> stupid. Because <laughs> I had different expectations, and I'm. Sure... I mean, it was still about a bomb. Like, no. who cares if the name wasn't? 
Well, because I thought it was going in a complete... I didn't know it was about those bombs. And I thought it was going in a completely different direction than this. What direction did you think it was going? Bro, I thought, first of all, I didn't know it was in this time period, right? And also, I was just like... Oppenheimer. I thought... Like, cause I started theory crafting in my head because I was just like, why have I not heard of this? It must've been a complete failure, catastrophic failure. Oh, okay, okay. So, so then they were talking about the Manhattan project. And for some reason I, I had, uh, I had gotten like mixed up with like the blimp that exploded. Uh, right. You're thinking of, and, um, the, Hamburg, uh, uh, Hamburg, no. Whatever. Whatever. Heisenberg. Heisenberg. Yes, yeah. Thank you. So I had gotten confused with that and I was just like, oh my God. So everyone dies. I was just like, oh my! It, it, so I thought the movie was about like a catastrophic failure of a bomb, and everyone died. <laughs> That's what my expectation was. So yeah, once again, do not take my review. Of the movie. Like, <laughs> take it with a great. I'll take it after with a great the end of the movie. Everyone was just like sitting. Uh, literally, everyone I went to watch it with was just like, it was great. It was amazing. It was blah blah blah. And like, I was so invested. I was just like, I was so lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, like I didn't like I had a feeling this was gonna happen, but I also once again did not want to spoil myself. Yeah. But clearly the writers of the movie intended that people watching the movie knew that Dr. Oppenheimer was a person. Yes. And not a bomb. <laughs> so my mistake. Um, I'm not an idiot. I literally don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah. Because, like, uh, you know, I get it. But, like, how does that – I'm not in your headspace, so I, I can't imagine how the fact that the name and the person were was tripped you up. Like, this sounds like a Frankenstein situation. Okay. Where everyone thinks Frankenstein's the monster, but he's actually just the doctor. Yeah, 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 This, yeah, this yeah. is what it sounds like to me. Okay. But I'm like, so uh, well, it's confusing. But I, I kind of get now the fact that you're looking at this guy's life, which I imagine is the beginning of it, and you're like – When's the bomb coming? When is he dying? <laughs> when is the bomb going to drop yeah, on this yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I, I kind of understand that. <laughs> so I was just like, dude. Well, I mean, I'm familiar with Oppenheimer, man. He's a charismatic dude, apparently, who, mm-hmm. like, he's not really, like, the most brilliant person in the world, but he can bring people together. Yeah. And that's very Luffy I liked of him. it. It was, a, honestly, it was still a great fucking movie. I'm not going to say. Dude, the, act, the cast is a fucking all-star, Oh, my bro. God. It the has. cast all-star, bro. Do you know all the cast? Matt Damon. Yeah. Um, sis, uh. Killian Murphy, yeah. which I love Cillian Peaky Blinders. Yeah. I think it's Killian. Oh, whatever. I don't care. Um, and then fucking Mr. Drake and Josh. What is Josh, Josh Peck, Peck is there? there? What is yeah. Josh Peck I thought there? that was a spoiler, so I was going to say No, it. no, I know he's that song from the trailer. I was just okay. like, I know he's been trying to really rewrite his image you know, from the whole Drake and Josh thing. This so, was a great time. Th- yeah? Did it do it? Like, did you feel like he wasn't He wasn't Josh? He didn't, he didn't have any lines. He didn't have any lines? He had like <laughs> 10 lines. Oh man, I was really. I say more in our scenes. Lines. I have more. Yeah. I, have more <laughs> I was really say. hoping he was an important character. In this not story. crazy, not crazy. No, okay, never mind. And then they also, um, what's her face is in it too? Um, Emily, Emily, Emily Blunt, Emily, Emily Blunt, Blunt yeah. the wife of John Krasinski. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, great cast, bro. They have uh, there's a pop, a couple of people that pop up in there who are like F-list actors, but like I still recognize them. Fucking Rodney from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Okay, well, that's cool. Right? Yeah, all right. Rodney's the brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? Um, the elf from Santa Claus and Santa Claus 2. Will Ferrell's there? The elf. Oh, the elf. Oh. From Santa Claus. You oh, know where the Santa Claus falls off the roof and then the dad's just like all put on the Santa Claus outfit and then all of a sudden he turns into Santa Claus and he's just like, I don't want all I don't of this responsibility. Yeah, I don't remember that elf. 
Do you remember the movie? Though? I remember the movie. Okay, cool. I remember him falling off the well, roof. Well, he was the, the elf who, like, you know that, uh, you, you know the, the father son. Yeah. Right. That little kid. Yeah. And then uh, the the elf gave him the snow globe. Oh, uh, I don't remember the elf. I, I don't. Yeah. I remember the movie, but I don't remember the elf. All right, yeah. Anyway, um, the boys actor. Uh, Huey. Huey. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, all right. All right. Well, this is 15 minutes, guys. If you're going to go see Oppenheimer, let me know how it is. Yeah. Um, um, hopefully, I didn't spoil that the scientist is... God, dude, you know what's crazy about this new format? Why? Next episode, I'm going to have seen Oppenheimer. <laughs> They're going to hear now the next day following. The third episode. Oh, the third episode. Yeah, the third episode. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen, <laughs> I have seen Oh, my God. Oh, yo, yeah, hey. Yeah. hey, big brain. Big I, brain. Uh, you're, you're seeing a scene next that we haven't recorded. So good. Yo, let us, let us know how it goes. <laughs> It looks pretty comfy. Yeah, this is nice. I can get used to this. This better be worth it, man, for you dragging me all the way over here. This will be a good experience, brother. Trust me. I had the idea of bringing Kelly to Camp Podcast. He just needed to get away from his current environment. It was getting increasingly toxic, and I think this is going to be a good space for him to talk things through, maybe relax a little, you know, especially while he's away from home. I let the camp know of Kylie's current situation, and they let me be his partner. And then the dude looks at me and goes, was that good? Like, no, dude, that wasn't good. You almost died under the bar. <laughs> the look on Kelly's face was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Ever since then, he wouldn't let Jake squat without his spotter. <laughs> I don't tell this story often, but back in middle school, I was always bullied. I was just this scrawny, insecure kid. So I could understand why I was the lightning rod for all those guys' teenage angst. But back then, I couldn't protect myself. And my insecurities only grew. Then one day in class, one of my bullies, let's call him Todd. He was kicking the back of my chair, laughing with his goonies. When all of a sudden, this six-foot-tall kid who looked like he was in high school up and dropped Todd to the ground, flipping over his chair. I was never picked on again, and I had made my first real friend. He was quiet, kind of laid back, and pretty distant, but he opened up to me, taught me things and helped me build up my self-esteem as well as packed on a few muscles. That guy was Kelly. And he's been my hero ever since. Horace, play us in, please. Yeah, that was all. Yay! Me, Let's go, let's the go. The whole recording session that man was practicing that song. Yeah, like, it was a pretty productive recording session. So, previous episode, you just heard that that was us before even recording anything. So, we did not know how anything was going to go. We were kind of, I would say, remissive. Remissive? Yeah, we were a little bit like pull up, back. Like, like, we weren't so positive about 
the podcast. Oh, oh, oh transition to sound. They were a little bit. Um, it was it, it it was a little bit like which way is it gonna go? We don't know. Like this one was a little bit of like a big questionnaire since once again this was a really a lot of theory that was put into this podcast specifically with the documentary. But I think that after recording it personally, that I think it came out well, and I think that after editing, that this might like actually end up being like one of our best ones i'm not even like this is really good i think we acted it well and All yeah, right, i'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you right what there are your thoughts? because i knew from the beginning we we're gonna be amazing <laughs> okay. this was, i knew it was gonna come out great and after this recording session i'm really proud of it um one thing we definitely didn't want to stress on too though is we changed our voices a little bit we got a little deeper because sure. you know what i'm saying it could be a little hard for you to hear us as actors and as Johan and Horace, yeah. this is what we sound like normally, but we got to change the up a little bit in the recording. We, tried. we, we tried. did that. We tried. We tried. And I'm sure they're going to hear it. Though. Hopefully you guys like that. But you are. are but you, I'm happy. I'm happy. And I'm you proud of like this, this You actually yeah, like this Yeah, this one's going to be great. I just got to make sure it's going to come out right yeah. in the editing process. For sure. So this is, we've just recorded. And the next episode you hear is going to be after the edit. So then you'll get to hear a little bit about what it sounds like. Yeah. Hopefully we're like coming like super static and like, yo, that was amazing. Like this is our best podcast. <laughs> like that's exactly what I want because like, yeah, like I like this might have been the one I put like most of the time in besides the first episode, which me and him John worked on together. But this one, like I like it was it took like once again, it took a lot of mental space. So yeah, I think we acted it very well. We're really like nailing down this like acting thing i'm not even joking like this voice like we're, we're figuring out little mm. like tips and tricks mm. as well but like uh we're using our past knowledge first of all delivery second of all like how to like uh, change the lines me and john are like figuring out each other like work we also i don't know if you noticed we didn't do it deliberately but we did the thing where we take spaces and break apart the scenes yeah. you know so like i did my lines he did his eye like the scenes were also broken down even though that this one was kind of like done because of the whatever doesn't matter like we're doing we're like we, we're doing like four different things that we did in the previous party and we're applying it like that's perfect like that's exactly what i wanted Improving. We're improving every improving. single time. That's and I, I definitely going to come through in the recording as well. Hopefully. Tip, boys and girls. If you're not sure how to deliver a line, get your boy to deliver the line however they want to deliver it. And honestly, you might come up with a new delivery. And then it'll be like, wait, that kind of sounded a little better. Well, it's, it's, like like a, it's, it's like a back and forth and it could go yeah. as long as it wants. So like if I've my line was something like, hey, how's it going? Then you would say it. How's it going, folks? Then I would say, it, hey, how's it going? And differently, whatever, you know, and like <laughs> I just pick up and then you, go on. You should have added the folks. Shut you up. Know, you're saying that was, no, I think, the, the, I didn't the most want to. I don't most want important to. contribution <laughs> I made there. Yeah. So, yeah, um, but yeah, now we can get a little bit deeper since you guys 100% just heard the icebreaker, right? So now we're getting a little bit deeper into Oliver's connection, right? Into this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you think about I don't know, your character, you... Oliver? Okay. So at first when he showed me the script, I was like. Once again, remissive. I don't know. I was like, I don't understand why Oliver's even the script, man. Because he 100% if, said that. If Kelly's like the only person growing in the story, then what the hell is the point of Oliver even being there? He's just like his emotional support dog. Like, what the fuck is Oliver supposed to be there for? But, like, I think after now recording, after kind of understanding a little bit more and a few script changes, Oliver's really, his role is cemented there. What's you know? a lock without a key? Uh, more like, what's a wind without 
What's a wing without a wind? You mean a, a, a sail without some wind? Sail? Oh, yeah. I was saying wing like a bird. Yeah, you weirdo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but, sail. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. sail they without understand. a wind. They understand. They yes. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, nothing, right? Nothing really. Um, so, yeah, you get to learn a little bit more about Oliver. You see, like, he... Well, you see that Kelly is Oliver's hero, right? And um, I, I was talking about this earlier, uh, so I'm going to just say it. Yeah, um, like, inspirations for this podcast, mm, right? There we go. Because I feel like I should be telling you guys, like, w- where my mind goes. Like, this isn't stuff that I'm searching up. It's just, like, I just sit down, and it's just, like, all these thoughts jump in because I watch a lot of TV and read a lot of, like, books and manga and, like, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, this one was specifically uh, My Hero Vigilante, which <laughs> is made by the same guy who made My Hero Academia. This was just, like, one little part of the story, by the way. It was just the part that... Yeah, he. Um, you don't really know that the hero of the story is actually the hero who saved the side character. Like, it, it just came like 60 chapters in that you realize, oh, that's why she's even giving this guy any attention. It's because, like, she's actually in love with him, you know? Like, she, because he's her hero, right? Like, he, like, what? It, it, that's what you learn. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of where the inspiration for kind of like it like it's like very low key inspiration. Like, that, that's where my mind was when I was writing it at least. You like, also been watching a lot. Feeling. You also been watching a lot of Modern Family. I have been watching a lot of Modern Family. So like stuff like I, when I see something Kelly's cool, definitely like fucking Jay Pritchett, bro. Yeah, for sure. But they haven't gotten to that part. And we're oh, not gonna talk about it so I'm not gonna even keep that part in. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'll see it after this. Um, but Jean, uh, wanted to get a little bit deeper into kind of, I guess the theme of this, uh, podcast. So no, definitely well bro. Get a little like, bit deeper into father, father the, the, the father son relationship is so, is like a conversation I've had many times with many people yeah. cause I don't have the best relationship with my own dad. Yeah. It's um, always different for everybody. It's always it's like, different for everybody, but it's always so like potent, like yeah. family, uh, yeah. family, has the ability to make you either super happy or super sad 100%. or super every emotion. Enter yeah. emotion here. Yeah. And so, like, when Hart showed me the script and it was about, you know, like, at first it was, like, body dysmorphia, but then, like, about father issues. I'm like, no, let's really hone into this father issue because, like, I'm sure many males can resonate, like, especially with their relationship with their fathers. 100%. Like, personally, me, like, you know, I got a language barrier with my dad, so I speak Spanish, but not that great, and he speaks English, but not that great. So we don't see each other eye to eye. We can't have these heart-to-heart conversations. Um, But, you know, there are aspects of his personality that I definitely want to emulate and be a part of, but I can't relate to Kelly in the sense that I saw my father on this pedestal who's like this great human being and I want to be this person. I, that's complete opposite for well, me. Well, it doesn't bro. really have to be always like that. It could also be the fact that, you know, like you want your dad to see you. It doesn't have to be that you have mm. to. Like, I think everybody at the end of the day wants their dad to say, I'm proud of you. I don't know if that's like a brown thing. Like, this is a really, like, this is a brown, like, mm. every brown Teach person. Me has been like it's a it's a thing in brown families where like the, like no matter like what you do like your father will never like say like hey man you know good job out there proud of you or anything like it doesn't matter and my dad i feel like is 100% the same way he jumps onto the next thing every time it's like a very it's a trait that my dad has that i 100% don't want to get it's that he's 
always thinking of the future and stressing himself out over things that don't really matter. Like right much. now, they don't matter right now. That don't like don't that don't matter right now. Like um, uh, when it was when I finished high school, his next say word to me was not good job finishing high school. It was like you better finish college, you know. And when I got out of college, it was hey, you better find a job. Like and it's not like he's saying you better find a job. He's just like yeah, this is great. Now you could go get a job. Like he says it like that. Yeah. Like he's just saying that. Like he just brushes past what I just did. And then it's like I get a job. And he's just like great. You got a job. Now we got to get you married. And we got now. He, now he's on to like five things. By the way, he's like, now we got to get you married, and we got to go buy a new house, and the, like, uh, what do you call it? You got to get another job or something. I don't even know. Like, it's 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 like, uh, it's always the next thing, next thing, next thing. So it's like, when is it gonna be enough? Mm. You know, because I know he said like every time he says, oh, then let's do this. I feel like uh, uh, like I do that thing. Right. And I feel like, oh, finally, you know, but then he just brings up something else. So like now it's at this point where like I'm so used to I've caught on to that like formula that like now I know when he says, hey, now we just got to get you married. Right. That he's going to say something after that. And that's like recently you get married. Now have kids. But like, I don't know what that's going to be like. I don't like I because I've never known what it's like now. Mm. It's uh, it's coming to a point like I don't know where it's going to be. And my dad, obviously, all old people are in this habitual state. Yeah. So they kind of just repeat like if something's gone, like they replace it with something else. Like like my like I might like Mm. um, it's. I don't, I don't, like, uh, fuck, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, if they are stressed out about buying a new house and they get a new house, they're going to find something else to be stressed about because people who are, like, older, they're so used to their habits and it's, like, thoughts are ingrained that they're just going to stress about something that's probably not even mm. the the point. And it was so, but, yeah, I don't know what he's going to say after that and it's, like, I've gotten used to it. So it's just, like, now I don't, like... I don't know what to do with that type of. Stuff. It doesn't sound like there's much you can do with it. Like, it's just he's like gonna yeah. Stress about no, something. I, 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 I just have to fill in the blank here. I just have to get married and then wait for my dad to say, "Let's do this next." And it's just like you're gonna just drag. How far are you going to drag mm. me along this path that you've already envisioned in your head? Is this the path that you want to be on? Though, I, I, obviously, I do want to do, but like it's like it doesn't have to be rushed, okay. you know. And it like it doesn't have to be. A question that's brought on every single day of like anytime he sees me that's like the only thing that's on his mind is that hey how's your job doing are we getting are you getting married to and can't uh, i gotta get you like it, it doesn't it, he literally says the stuff that he has planned for the future of like not just me he says about like he says about everything he's just like um oh like he'll be like oh how's your job i'm like yeah my job's good and then he's just like oh great now if only we could get you married your sister married get a house and then i could get a new job like and then a bunch of other things it's just yeah, like I get that man like it's yeah. just he's like he's just imparting like his own wishes and fears onto, onto you and it's just like what are you gonna do just like live up to them or carve your own journey yeah and i he, mean he says he wants uh, and he also sets time limits he says in a year like or like, oh, man, like, he's setting goals set. for you. But he's setting no, goals for you. It's not you. goals though, because it's like, um, like sometimes you just want to like take it a little bit easy. Like when you yeah. just get a job, right? Like it, that's the thing. Like 
I understand that life before college is like you finish elementary school, then you finish middle school, then you finish high school, then you finish college, then you get a job. But then, like, after that, you it's finally a chance to, like, take it, like, easy, like, or, like, do, like, find your own path at least. Or, like, there doesn't need to be another thing because I know after that other thing, there's going to be a fucking other thing. And that thing stresses me out because, like, what the fuck is after that like I don't want there to be another fucking there doesn't need to be another goal that's not my goal. You know it's interesting. It's interesting you say these because like from my perspective mm-hmm. uh, and with my relationship with my own dad, when I hear you talk about like how your dad sets goals for yourself, to me that sounds kind of amazing. And I know it might not, and it's gonna sound weird to you in a second because. My relationship with my dad is I've always had to be responsible for my dad. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a dad. I had a dude who was older than me, who acted younger than me, and then got drunk all the time. So I never really knew whether his, he was lying or telling the truth, but most times he was just lying. He never set any goals or never looked out for me or worried about what I was up to. He's just like, yeah, yeah, John, he's going to be fine. He's, I don't have to worry about that kid. He's going to be fine. I, my parents were separated. I never lived with my dad. I'd always visit him because he always still lives with his mother. So I visit my grandma. I'll visit my dad. But my dad has not changed. Mm-hmm. I've known this man for my entire life. And he's the same human being still worried about the same thing. When is he getting his next drink? <laughs> Never asks me how I'm doing in life. What's up with school? What are we doing next? When I'm going to find a wife? Those things aren't seemingly important to him. He loves me in the way that he can love me, but it's there's like no sense that I feel any support at all coming from his direction. Mm-hmm. Like at all. Like, yeah. He ain't sending me money for shit. He ain't worried about what I'm doing next. He's just worried about where he's getting the next drink and so like I, I, it's a, I'm a little envious. I'm not going to lie. I feel like different. it's crazy because we are both in two different situations. Yeah. But feel the same exact way about our fathers. Frustrated. Frustrated and like slightly a little bit annoyed, yeah. you know, and um, honestly like unseen. Because mm. I just feel That's like even worst. though my dad does all, like does that stuff, I still feel like I'm just a goal to him. Mm. You know, like it felt like to me, it just feels like when I was born, like he set this plan to me and that I have to like stick to it or else blah, like what? Like then, then what? Like it's, it's, uh, at the end of the day, he's just looking at me as a goal instead of like, Hey, did you like it? when he says like, Hey, how's work? It's never like personal none of that is like i'm not all about my work how often do people like yeah people's lives are out of there there's so many other things i'm doing people's dad lives are outside work. their work not in their work and it's like yeah. so it, it's crazy it, because it's so crazy that me and you are like in such different situations but yet still feel, feel similar feel yeah. the exa- it's the ex- like we have the same exact feeling like that's dads for you, man. Like what is like? It's we're not gonna understand them until we have kids on our own. 
Yeah. It's simple as that. For We're not sure. going to be able to understand their perspective yeah, at yeah, all yeah. until we have our own kids and we want to set goals for them too. Like, I definitely feel like I'm going to be your dad <laughs> in the sense that I'm like, all right, Jimmy, now you're doing this and then we're going to do but soccer practice. I'm going to 100% do that for uh, my kids too. It's just like, what, like, uh, I don't know. I just want to do it a little bit differently where as like, I, I want to set him goals for him, but I, and I want him to achieve, but I also want to be there to support him through it mm. instead of like sending him off to do whatever, like, like he do this. And that's it. Like, you know, like, just do it. And, like, instead of, like, giving me even options or mm. anything. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. It's that's our talk about fathers, guys. If you guys have a father, shoot him a text. Tell him you love him. Yes. Definitely do that. Um, on yeah. to the next. On to the next one, guys. Sorry if this one was a little. Uh, <laughs> hopefully you guys, like, I don't know. Hopefully you guys, like, uh, what do you call it, connected to what we were saying. And it wasn't just like some. I definitely think. If so. you're a man, you definitely do. And if you're a woman. You got your own set of issues with women, I do not want to be a woman and a mother. I feel like they I'm would. <laughs> I feel like women would all. Anyways, uh, I'm going to let you guys go. I'm going to let you guys go. Nope. No way. I am not going in there. Come on, just try it. It'll calm you down and it's good for you. I already came to this camp. And now this? If my dad ever found out, he would roast me alive. He'll never know. It'll be your little secret. Oh, that must be us. Come on. Oh my god, this is amazing. Bro, you can't tell me you're not liking this. Uh, it's It's okay. Trust me, your dad will never find out, so you can relax and just be happy. Uh... That's it! I'm done! I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. Dancing around, telling secrets like girls at a slumber party. I can just imagine my old man with his buddies sitting in their lawn chairs laughing their asses off that I missed the whole day without hitting the gym because I'm trying to get in touch with my emotions. These guys didn't do that crap. They were men! His best friend, Tommy Ryan, lost half a finger in a sheet metal press, waited till the end of his shift to go to the hospital. I broke my collarbone in a football game. There was my dad up in the stands giving me the old, be tough. So I played two more downs before I passed out. My date, Mary Jo Klumski, left the senior dance with another guy. Broke my heart. 2 a.m. in the kitchen table, my old man's telling me, eat the sandwich and forget about her. Feelings. <laughs> Kelly. It's your dad. He's in the hospital. I was thinking it would be um, nice if we had, like, uh, like, any, like, little skills that we have. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, skills that we've, like, mastered, but, like, any, like, uh talents that we have would be nice if we could like show those talents through like characters because we already have the talent so it should be like do you have one specifically in mind like um if you're really good at singing one specific song yeah okay like let me know okay right yeah because then that would be something like i would just characters obviously obsessed with the song and yeah uh, and yeah you sing you it. Know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah so something like that you know obviously some it would have to be audio i got a handful so, of songs on the deck <laughs> it would have to be audio based because yeah. it's obviously like that's it's kind of tough because it's just audio based so i can't do my juggling 
<laughs> yeah, let's just <laughs> because then, the, then those are just fake. We could just fake those, you know. But like that's like one or like, um, and we should probably uh, because uh, thinking like that, I was just like we should probably just practice like uh, voice skills on the outside. So and then be like, yeah, yo, I got the British accent down. I'm just like perfect. <laughs> Next character, you got it, buddy. <laughs> I get. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, right? Right. But yeah, yeah, we, we should so- realistically. Try what what made you think of that right now, though? Like, no, I was like, thinking about it like before. I'm just bringing it up. Yeah, I mean, listen, bro. As far as singing goes and accents and all that, I've already been thinking Shut about up. those. No, you, I don't know I why you brought this up right now. I thought like, you were about to say I've already got them down. I already got all of those things down. Like I've been asking for them. And then he don't write the scripts. You know what I'm saying? No, man. I'm not gonna write the scripts heels, until I hear it and it's good. This guy over here, I keep asking for things and he doesn't give me anything, bro. Yeah, you know okay. how long I've been asking for, Mr. Romantic. You know, uh, little Manuel. Uh, Screw your Mr. Romantic, man. That's all I'm asking for, bro. You just need to put a wig on. There's nowhere to fit that in. If you, you know put that. a wig on and do your Mickey Mouse voice, yeah, it's going to be hilarious, man. I'm trying to seduce Mickey Mouse. That's terrible. terrible. <laughs> Tell me that wouldn't be an amazing episode. No, it wouldn't. It what? Would be literally childish and stupid. And make no sense. Guys, if you want to see me <laughs> try to seduce Mickey Mouse... Let us know in the comments below. Yeah, anyone 12 years and old on, under who clearly wants that. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, let's once it's, again describe the new setup. Yeah, so on. you all heard. What just the, happened? So y'all heard the two previous episodes, which was actually recorded now two weeks all ago. All three episodes. They heard all three. Oh, no, no. Sorry. I mean, like. Episode, like the those are transitions. Episodes yeah. are the individual. Come on, man, you should know this terminology oh, yep, already. Yep, yep, Jesus, yep, yep. I gotta explain this to you too. I right, man, go we ahead. heard the two previous episodes and they heard the three transitions. Thank you. So now we're here, episode three. Yes, but those two episodes were recorded a while ago. Two fucking weeks ago. Two fucking weeks ago. Don't blame me, man. Horace's bitch ass decided. Hmm, let me break the mood. Let me try something new. And then this whole documentary style was literally the pain of my existence, man. He talked about how it was difficult to script this and, and write the script. Bitch, it was worse to edit it, all right? Because how the hell do you signal to the audience that this is a documentary and that there are moments where they're talking to the camera office style? There's, like, no auditory cue. Uh-huh. Like, it's very much just visual um, are you not the audio watched, editor? I'm sorry. Are you not the audio editor? Shouldn't I be able to tell you to do anything and you should just works. do it? If works. I tell you to make it works. sound like a meteor is coming down and falls into a water cup that gets dehydrated and evaporated into the air while someone sucks it out, you better be able to pull that out of nowhere, all right? like That's way easier. I, I can actually do that. Go yeah, ahead. that's fine, Perfect. man. But now you're asking for one-on-one interviews? Like, how the oh, fuck? Oh, yeah, that's difficult. How the fuck? Do I let these people know it's a one-on-one interview? That's difficult. Well, I mean, sure. I think they got it across. I get the. It guy. I think they got the gist. It worked. It worked. It worked. Um, um, but so it was, we it took a while. This yeah. one took a while. We just heard. So last two episodes, we did not hear the transitions, and now we did. Now, like, yeah, that's like the big change. I. Oh I yes, guess. yes. Before, yeah. I mean, they just heard it. This is obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like reminding it, but I think it's more for ourselves. I just heard it. Yeah, exactly. I just you just heard what it. you guys just Thing. heard. Yeah. I just heard, and uh, I'm gonna just say exactly what you guys are thinking the rivalry and whatever uh, the transitions are pretty dope uh it's uh obviously a bunch of 
it's a, it's different from our normal style, but I think like it gets across like what we were kind of trying to go with. You know, the characters are kind of like iffy with their voices is the main thing. That's just acting tops, bro. Yeah, seriously. Like, we're not consistent enough with our voices. Like so many t- because like there's certain words that I say that even when I'm doing a deep voice, like the word like it comes off as my normal voice just because like i'm not i'm sure they're just like yo this just sounds like <laughs> or is it johan just with deeper voices nah man <laughs> no not at all i man. think it, like we're trying and that you know they got to commend commend uh, it's possible commend this is the thing trying. it's possible bro we've seen professionals do different types of voices yeah so you know just there's another goal another benchmark we got to reach as well for sure um, or we could, you know, just do it audio wise, and then that's fine. <laughs> do you literally can't though? Um, like, yeah, you right? Because you talked thing. about yeah, it. Yeah, you tried when the we, base thing. When right? we talk about voices, like, there's more to a voice other than just the pitch, like how high or low someone's going. There's the word choices they use. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. sounds like themselves. The texture of somebody's voice yeah. is something that you just can't change auditory unless you're like a fucking god at uh-huh. sound editing. Which, if you're a god, let me know. Like, I. Appreciate hey man, pointers. this is a skill you gotta master. Hey, yeah, later, like, buddy. no, what we need a master is in pre in the in the actual production. On production, I make gotta make sure that if we're going for a voice, that we're consistent with those voices. Uh-huh. Like maybe a good idea is for us to have like if we're gonna be doing a voice, have like a recording of our like of a test sample of how we want it to sound, so that every time we're gonna begin recording again, yeah. we can listen to that test sample again and then back at it again, mm, I see, and then I just see. be more conscious of the words we use as well. Yeah, or yeah. honestly, the words you put in the script as well too that yeah. don't sound colloquially like New Jerseyans. But How am like, I supposed to do that? Yeah, that's your also, job, bitch. That's your job. Also, if I tell you, as if, if I, I tell you to put a meteor uh, that's evaporating water in a cup, and two girls have to eat in it, then you better figure it out, man. You better write that script. I think I do that pretty well. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you? What is New Jersey writing? First of all, you're reading. You don't. You that means you would never sound like yourself because you're reading my words. Well, yeah, right? the character shouldn't sound like me. It so, shouldn't. So yes. But it doesn't. So it doesn't, right? <laughs> but sometimes it does. Uh, how? But sometimes it does. Oh, uh, I know you think Horace, I'm sorry, but you're writing my lines like as I, uh, as if I how I would speak. How how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is you're oh, saying no. that the next one you're gonna, like I put in like I actually like they, I guess I just did that subconscious bro like I can't even say it but like the next script, like, I, I wrote down what these types of people would say, yeah. right? And I was just like, all right, I got to include all these phrases in here. There we go. There we go. <laughs> because That's I was dope. just like, this is what these type of people would say. So I already did that. That's what I'm talking about. But I've been doing that. So no. I, I don't want to hear it, buddy. Relax. That, <laughs> I don't want to hear it, pal. We, we haven't even made that episode yet. <laughs> so I don't know why you're even claiming that yet. <laughs> I haven't even read the script. All right. All right. Um, but no, time has passed, guys. And remember how previous episode I told you guys? Guys, I was gonna watch Oppenheimer. Well, I did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I was gonna go visit some friends, but instead, I went to go to Co- I went to Columbia, and that was fucking dope. Yeah, I'm just How gonna was interject. That? I want to talk about no, Columbia no, no, no. Hundred percent. Go ahead. Beautiful country. Man. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we were in Medellin, and Medellin isn't the safest part of Colombia at all. Yeah. But the area that we were in is kind of gentrified. A lot of police presence. So, I, honestly, I felt extremely comfortable over there. And I speak Spanish as well, so it was also amazing. Barely. Barely, but it's enough. Barely. It gets across. Barely. Um, oh, and wait. Then, That's perfect. Your Spanish accent. How is it? 
Yeah, it's not bad. My Spanish accent, like, uh, it's like, um, no, I gotta practice it. I gotta. Do practice you speak it. Spanish because in an English accent? There's no Spanish accent. There's like a regional, like, like, like I can do a Mexican. I could do a Dominican. No, I'm talking when you speak Spanish in these countries. Can they tell that you're speaking in an English? Is there an yes, English? Yes, yes. Yeah, I sound like a very, I sound American really? as fuck. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, is it funny yeah. to them? The hilarious. Really? The, the one girl I was talking to was just making fun of me the really? whole time. <laughs> she was just like, I, thought, oh, I don't even know. What, <laughs> what don't did know. she say? I don't know how I sound. That's yeah, the obviously, issue. Obviously so it, she was making fun of me. Yeah, what And was I was saying? like, what are those voices? Like, I sound nothing like that. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't really? even know what the voice is now, so... <laughs> But um, nah, man, the club was lit. Uh, we also went to like Commune uh, Trece. They had like a little graffiti tour or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was rolling with degenerates in Colombia, so we did a lot of degenerate things. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then highlight of the trip was at the end. At the end, it was a group of eight of us, eight guys. We got a group of eight girls. We rented a boat. Yeah. We were playing uh, Fabi's music on the boat. We were recording it. We had a drone. Oh. We made like a little Wait, music video. You guys made video. a music video? That shit was lit. All right, no so was way. It was lit, dude. We had so much fun. We wish the boat was better because the boat was like a little rinky-dink boat. We uh, were hoping for like a really nice boat. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. How, but the guy who told us sold us on a lie. But we still had fun. Fox, yeah, and then um, and I met this chick, dude. And this chick was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out. You know who you are. Shout out, uh, Mexican girl too. <laughs> Colombian. Oh, uh, Colombian girl. Yo, racist. Racist. Shout out, Colombian girl too. You know, mm. better than Colombian girl four. Uh, 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 she was no. giving me bad vibes. <laughs> Yo, no, nah, listen, Colombian girl one, amazing. Colombian girl two, horrible, bro. I had to kick her out as soon as possible. But Colombian girl three is the one that I'm talking about. Oh, you're she talking was about lit. Three. Yeah, yeah Colombian yeah, girl yeah. three was lit. Yeah, um, we, uh, oh, here's the thing, guys. We're like, we're men, all right? Now that we're Learning men. girls' names. <laughs> Cringe, man. Like, what? Like, you you expect us to, like, know your fucking name? <laughs> like, <laughs> who are you, a football player? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, if you don't play the sports ball, we ain't going to remember. <laughs> fuck is this guy kid on about bro you okay man how's life at home man man. (laughs) no man bro highly recommend if you guys ever gonna visit go to colombia what part the the mexican girl three or the 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 colombia part (laughs) i honestly think that the girls were way better than the country okay controversial opinion sorry colombia i don't have to tell you yeah 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 (laughs) but the women Bro, all I will say is, uh-huh. we went to a club, and again, we we're eight dudes deep. Yeah. In and, in who? In, <laughs> <laughs> in Columbia Girl 1. We were eight deep in Columbia Girl 1. Okay. But we were at that club, and bro, we were surrounded by tens. And yeah. this isn't even an exaggeration. There was underage. one moment where literally... <laughs> I'm fucking done. I'm done. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> bro, everywhere around us were tens. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, you will never find a club in New Jersey where okay. there are girls around. There are more girls than guys at a club. Okay. Uh, I've yeah, seen, yeah, yeah. Now, they're at work, but still. Oh, they're working. Tens all around. And they're looking at me. I'm like, bitch, if this was Jersey, you wouldn't even be looking at my ass. <laughs> Stop looking at me. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun, bro. That Columbia was lit. Dang. I'm 100% going to go back. How long is uh, the flight there? 
Uh, Probably like, five hours. Guess. I was going to say five, five hours. Five hours is our difference, uh-huh. too. Um, I even worked on a podcast on the way back on the flight. Nice. That's commitment, baby. Yeah. It was one in the morning. Everyone's asleep, and I'm, like, half asleep, like, trying to, like, pick the scripts, or, like, yeah. the, the takes I liked. How many days were you there for? We were there for five days. We went from a Wednesday. We came back on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, we had this, like, Airbnb as well that was super nice. The yeah. Airbnb was located in this super nice part of town, right? This gentrified uh, part of okay. town. Right next to us was a gay bar. And they were lit, dude. That gay bar was clearly amazing, but we never went in because, you know, we're men. Yeah. Men. We're men who like women. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> dude, they were playing music till like 3.30 in the morning. And uh, our Airbnb had no soundproofing whatsoever. And yeah. we're right next to this damn bar. And I could not sleep. That was the downside, though. I literally could not sleep when I was there. Yeah. Because fucking... That shit was so unbelievably loud. Because of that, yeah. But that at, past that, man, like, we were, like, right in front of this little, like, um, this little park. And the park was, like, the center of this, like, touristy area where they had all the bars and restaurants. And yeah. These rooftop bars. Like, you can clearly tell a lot of money and tourism is coming towards Columbia. Yeah. And it's growing rapidly. Um, mm. We even got to see different parts of town as well. Like, we just walked around, had a good time. Um, but, yeah, man, again, like... I've been to El Salvador, Costa Rica, Colombia, and every single time I've always had like nothing but good vibes. Like never felt okay. at any point worried for my life. It was literally just good vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the craziest part about it too is that talking to a lot of the Colombian women reminds me of the fact that like this world is becoming more and more united for like our demographic because of the internet, bro. Huh. They're watching K-pop over there. Really? Bro, we found an Ichiraku ramen. In the middle of Colombia. I'm about to show you photos right now, bro. What? Where there was beautiful, like, Naruto, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z artwork all over the wall. We ate ramen. I was like, what the fuck is this doing in Colombia? I mean, let's be honest. Did you know that uh, Dragon Ball Z was way bigger in Brazil than it was in, like, any other, like, it's... Like, they actually, I think it was one of the final episodes of a certain season. They, like, shut down an entire, like, stadium, and they banned any spoilers, and, like, because it's just so, like... Yeah, yeah. Anime's big everywhere. It's big. Yeah, it's big everywhere. It also, it has to do with, like, TV rights. Did you know that? Really? This is for Mexico, but I imagine it applies for everywhere else. But I know in Mexico, it was cheaper for TV stations, like, this is early 2000s, to purchase the licensing rights for anime than it was for, like, TV cartoons in the U.S. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheaper, so they were like, Yeah, let's buy this, and that's why anime blew up in a lot of Latin American countries. Yeah, yeah. and it's always the mainstream anime because obviously it has to be like subs yeah, into yeah. like that language, into that blah, language. Blah, blah. Yeah, so that's so why like Naruto's big there, Dragon Ball Z is yeah. there, bro. When I show you the photos, you're gonna be like, What the hell is that doing there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was cool, man. I again cannot yeah. recommend it even more. Yeah, that's pretty dope. That's yeah. pretty fire. And uh, we're getting into the last episode in yeah. transition. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys see next you later, episode. Alligators. Excuse me. Where's Stephen Reinhardt? Stephen Reinhardt. Thank you. My old man's tough. He doesn't let anything get to him. I, I've i never even seen him cry. Wait. Dad. Before you say anything. 
I thought that I had almost lost you. And all I could feel was regret. Regret because I never told you how I really feel. But you need to know that you mean the world to me. And I love you. My old man, he's going to be okay. I've never had any hard feelings for him. Like, don't get that wrong. He's my dad. It's just, that was the first time me and my dad had a real conversation. You know? It, it just felt like he finally saw me. And when he told me that he loved me, obviously I broke down. It feels like that's what I've been waiting for. I would have never had the courage to say that, say what I felt, if it wasn't for Oliver and Camp Podcast. It's been a trip. And when my dad gets out and better, we're going to have a beer and a long talk. And I can't wait. I think that one was good. We're done here? We're good? Chillin'? Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go. See you guys. Thanks. Great documentary. Alrighty. Alright, we had our uh, quick and short... Quick and short interview. Going so, on. Horace, um, what did you think about this new setup? Like us doing episodes on different days, and um, I prefer it. You prefer it. I prefer it. Why is that? Uh, specifically because I feel like as a listening experience, it's gonna be cool, mm. right? Because they see like that transition between like it's like you, you just started another podcast halfway through, <laughs> and it's just like yo, and not to mention this is kind of how it was like. Sort of obviously they're not, they're not supposed to be two week breaks, right? Yeah. But um, uh, it, we wanted it to always be set up so it's just like we record on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's like what we planned it to yeah. be. Yeah. Like not to mention we were going to like before we got into just doing the podcast. Normally we were gonna do them as characters and then fake the fact that it was on different. <laughs> we were days. doing it on different. But we're all going to record it on one day. And we were like, uh, this is a lot of like acting and faking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, this is a lot of like work. Because like <laughs> you were supposed to listen into the podcast as if the characters in the camp were doing the podcast, which is on different days and yeah. for the whole week. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, so I prefer it like this. It's, it's kind of like using the system that we made in the first place. Yeah, the whole thing was the fact that like, you know how, like, every person's a little bit different every day. You know, life is yeah. just a little bit different, too. You yeah. don't know what's going to happen. And so you're going to get different levels of energy, different levels of excitements, or different stories yeah. depending on different days. Exactly. Compared to, like, doing all recording on one day. Exactly. And, and uh, No, no, you can finish. I was just going to say, um, I finally, I'm happy we found a way to incorporate that. Yeah. Because we wanted to do it in the beginning, but we're just like, we don't really know what it's going to look like. Yeah. Again, what are the conversations even going to be? Yeah. Because back then, Camp Podcast wasn't even a thing yet. Yeah. It was <laughs> just like, we just want to talk on different days about different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, the fact that we were able to sneak this in now and be able to record on different days, but makes sense because now, like... It's kind of following the journey of the production of the little movie we're creating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, where we read the script on one episode and now we actually hear what they sound like in another episode. Yeah. That excited. is also the best part simply because um, 
there's going to be days where we are going to run out of stuff to say and like having days where uh, uh, having two episodes that are pretty much free mm. simply because it's right after the script and right after the transitions like on different days yeah. like those are free like no matter what even if I, even even if i go mute like I'll have something to fucking say, like, yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. you know, yeah. you know text dis- exactly. text addiction dis- or whatever on the iPhone. <laughs> but like you know what I'm you know what I mean though. But yeah. um, I uh, I really like the whole scripting thing as well. The fact that like we don't just read the script, uh, do the scenes, and then do a podcast a week later. It's just like yo, we're got, like we're skipping off the whole like what do you call it? The script part, you mm. know, like the, the fact that like, Hey, what are your thoughts on the script? You know, like, exactly. I feel like that's like, we need, uh, it's incorporating more of the actual process, which is what the whole pro uh, like podcast is about. Literally, essence. like yeah. literally about this exact thing. If there's a way, if there's a word to describe like the essence, I think we're trying to do is like authenticity. Yeah. In storytelling. Of course. And so like, I think we'll invite the audience more by literally having, the segments of our conversations of the production of the actual exactly so, it's fucking it's gonna be dope yeah I I'm think excited. It's pretty, i love it i think it's pretty fucking fire um we could transition from that conversation back into the actual theme of the podcast back to the fathers to the fathers right? because we did that in the last one. Oh so yeah in episode two, two we talked late. about our dads yeah. so now we'll do it two weeks later i feel like um so uh, the last one was more specific uh, that was supposed to be after the transition where it's like yo i have father problems but now it's like my father's all cool so now we might as well talk about like some cool shit oh know? yeah 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 if some, possible some cool <laughs> shit like like um let's see here um you know what? All right, I have something to talk about with my dad. Go ahead. My dad is for, you know, he has his problems or whatever. But what I love about him the most is the fact that he don't give a fuck. Yeah. He, he's so happy-go-lucky kind of guy where he can go up and talk to anybody. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of this story when we were growing up. There was one time where me and my brother were just outside of my grandma's house. We are just chatting, whatever, with everyone there. And then a police officer rolls by. And my dad stops the police officer. He weighs him down. He's like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. And then he brings me and my son. Well, me and my son. Me and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> me and my brother over. No, not like, yet, bro. They don't know. <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, 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 like, um, he, he, he referred to him by his name. I don't remember his name. Yeah. But he was like, yo, look, these are my kids, Juan, Fabricio. Like, I want you to meet them. I want you to say hi. So the officer talks to us, hangs out with us. Yeah. And the officer was super friendly. And I was like, but Papi, no way. I didn't know you knew an officer. He's like, oh, I didn't know him. <laughs> I was like, what? you didn't know this guy? What? I was like, why'd you stop him? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, he will go up to talk to anybody. He's the kind of guy who, if he's in a concert, he would rave down the artist and be like, hey, let's be friends. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He... He is like a life of the party no matter where he goes. And that's a part of his personality that me and Fabi try to emulate so much. Oh, that's pretty like, cool. Like, he's lit. Like, he's so much fun to be around. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It comes yeah. with his pros and cons. Uh-huh. But that's what I love about my dad. I feel like your dad, in my head, is just Manny's dad. Like, real dad. <laughs> y- yes. Yes. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of promises that will never come to fruition. <laughs> but when he's there, yeah. we're having a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're having a great yeah. time. Did you drive a motorcycle by no. any chance? Yes, he did. Oh. But then he got into a super bad accident, so he stopped riding motorcycles. Bro, but he's yeah. the kind of guy, he would try to do wheelies. Yeah. He would literally get up on the bike one on one foot, like trying to do a Papa Willie. Dang. Yeah, and that's why he got into the accident. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 that but makes yeah. sense. He's, that's that's a good. Yeah, he's very similar. Yeah, to so that's what you pick sense. up from your dad. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I, I guess you, I should, man? Me, man. Uh, uh, tell me cool about oh, I love. I, I fucking love my dad. Yeah. Okay, like freaking love him to death. Obviously, um, my dad's like a super hard worker. Out of everything, like that's the one thing that like, I'm honestly just jealous of him for that reason. The fact that he can like a hundred percent put like all of his focus into just like straight up just work and like helping the family mm. he's always trying his best to help other people as well like once again like i don't think i compare anything to my father like at all like he's 100 percent a better man than i am like he helps out all of his brothers with like financial issues or any problems that they have he's always sending money over to like overseas to help like his like my mom's family as well you know Damn. um not to mention the amount of like hours he puts into just us helping our family like he doesn't even need to be working that much anymore since like like it, it all, most of my family's like currently working now except for my little little sister mm -hmm. right the rest of us have jobs and he doesn't even need to be but he's still saving up and like i'm just like dad why are you always working so much and he's just like i'm saving up for you guys that's always ever saying he's like none of this is for me like even when he's talking about hey i'm getting this new house he's just like it's not for me I fuck this with is, this is for you guys like i'm buying this i want i want you guys to have this yeah. you know so like uh a hundred percent love him to death for that exact reason. he's a man of his word yeah he is a man of his word like uh if i could ever like be anything like like him in the future that i think my life is set like i'll be happy you know if i could like at least do what he does yeah because I don't know. He just does it all like so perfectly. Obviously, everyone has their like flaws. Like sometimes, like I'm just like, Dad, you're stressing yourself too much with this work. But it's just like he just cares so much, yeah. you know, about getting like all of the, like, and he's doing it for someone else. Like that's the part that always like it's so cool. Like yo, like really just doing it, not even for himself. Like any all of his money is always like. It's for you guys. And that, that I feel like that's like the coolest thing possible. That is really cool. I actually strive. Like, I fuck heavy when you were said that he'd always do stuff for others. Or like when he said to you guys, it's for you guys. Like, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the kind of dad I hope to be in the future as well. Yeah. And I have kids of my own. Like, of course. I just want to give everything to my kids in the best way I could possibly do it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to get to that like point in my life where it's just like, you know, um, it's not really about me. I feel like that's when you have kids that, that finally something comes up where it's just like yeah like i don't really i'm not really doing this for me anymore you know like i have someone else to like do you want to be a dad uh of course i want to be a dad yeah. what the hell <laughs> do i want to be a dad how many kids do you want how many kids do i want yeah here's the thing economy wise <laughs> but the economy <laughs> though economy wise like i'd be good with one son mm -hmm. right but like I, I i would like three kids if I have like if I'm like financially stable and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So three kids for sure. That would be nice. Um, speaking of the economy, right? This is like a completely 180. You know, uh, like uh, I read this somewhere, and it kind of makes so much more sense. Like the reason why a lot of like house prices and like a lot of prices and things are going up so much <clears throat> is because um, <clears throat> most families are actually. The mom and dad work now. Yeah. Instead of just the father working, right? So now when people are buying a house, it's just like they have uh, everything's like made to be dual income. Like it is. Like everything around us is like meant to be for a dual income family instead of a single income family. Because that's standard where now. it's switching. Yeah. yeah. That's the standard. So that's where it's switching up because that money's 
going somewhere and it has to end up somewhere, right? So that means the demand for certain things is going up simply because people have families have more money to begin with. So why wouldn't it go up? So like people who are like, uh, the problem is that most people who are complaining about these financial issues is because they're either single, right? Or their wife doesn't work, which doesn't work mm -hmm. in this society anymore. Yeah. Like society is built around a dual income in the last 10 years. It's just been building up and building up to be dual income families. So for many households, that's the situation. For yeah. Them. It's just, they got the two people. And so like, you know, what's funny. It's kind of like repeating itself because like if we travel back in time, yeah. like back when we used to be like farmers and shit, yeah. it used to be the mom, the dad, the, the, the mom, the dad and the kids all working hard all working. on the farm. Yeah. Like, kids used to be farm hands. And then yeah. the whole industrial revolution happened. People started moving to cities. And then, like, slowly into the war, when the war started to happen, the dad then became the breadwinner. Yeah, yeah, The mom yeah. could be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. The kids could start to hold them own. Yeah. And now it's going back where now the mom is now working as well. So now you got the mom and dad working. Yeah. And now we're passing new child labor laws. So soon, them little kids are back at work, too. Yo, it, so, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's going to go um, back, man. The, uh, so my reason for saying that, it brings it back to, like, the whole kids thing. Yeah. It's going to... Uh, since everything's built around dual like um, dual, income. Uh, uh, dual income right um, it's gonna be it's hard to have multiple kids simply because the wife also needs to consistently work and it's hard to yeah. like it's it, it'd be pretty simple with like one kid but as you're getting up in numbers like past two past three kids it gets a lot harder for a dual income family to do anything I really, really I really don't want finances to be a strain on the family on yeah. my family personally yeah. Like, my current ambition right now is to make, like, a decent amount of money. Yeah. Because I want five kids. Okay. That's <laughs> nuts. I want a little football team. Yeah. Um, and a little futsal team, I should say. Yeah. And I know that if it were in a situation where we'd have to require both parents to work heavily, yeah. it'll be difficult. Uh, like, yeah, I want to sure. be in a place where I have time, my wife has time, because yeah. if there's a lot of gremlins running around, we need that time. 100%. And that's why I don't want finances to be a burden in the future. But that's the thing. Um, to get those, uh, let's say you don't want your wife to work, right? That means that you would have to make the equivalent of a dual income, which let's exactly. say is 250K. Yeah. Like, average which is still light <laughs> which is that's not average by the way i know that's the average, average income in the u.s is around like 50, 40 000. 60 yeah um so yeah but i'm saying like f to own a house and stuff and five fucking kids you need 250 yeah, nowadays yeah, you yeah, literally do like 100%. don't don't kid yourself buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right i know what i'm aiming for man. Yeah, yeah yeah i know Anyways, what i'm aiming for but the thing is like you just said like you you want to have ample time for these kids that yeah. uh, it's going to come around again where like um f to secure those financials that time uh, and make 250k that time's gonna have to come from somebody and that's gonna be you and that's time it's gonna come from you spending time from your kids to mainly focusing on those financials so like your kids are gonna low-key feel like it, it, it might feel, they around. feel uh, yeah they might feel like hey dad's not around simply because you're most likely making 250k or not like let's be honest like what are you doing like unless you're <laughs> i don't know you're not working a two-hour job <laughs> like, to make 250k you're working like one job plus a part-time job mi minimum like minimum. Or, or like you're a two uh you're you're like a software developer at freaking apple right which is like 
eight hours plus overtime every single day. Hey, man, we don't got to worry about the semantics right now, man. I'm just letting people know. I'm letting people know. Let the people know. But it's tough. Not to mention it's hard. uh, Like, um, you won't have to worry about that for a while, first of all, because, like... um, as most, far as I know, I don't have most, any kids yet. Yeah, yeah, that and most, <laughs> that and most women like they prefer to work right now. You know, yeah. no, like no one you're marrying is going to just not be working. It's just like, first of all, why are you marrying a? a, a so what is a girl doing currently? Like, <laughs> like what is she doing right now if she's not working? <laughs> right, right? Am I wrong? Like you're not going to school and you're not working. So what are you? doing <laughs> it's just weird um, dude i feel like everyone's everyone like regardless of gender is just working you know someone's working yeah someone's at least working or i mean taking care of a home and a family is is a job you're not marrying someone who already has kids so, what the fuck <laughs> so like i'm not i not it's i hope for something a bit more traditional yeah like, yeah where there is someone that could be home Obviously, if that's what she wants, that's that's perfect world for me. But obviously, it's something I'm gonna have to find someone who who's that's something that they want themselves. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know the the tall is at the the journey is gonna be long and hard for sure. But I know it's possible. Ah, uh, so that's the only thing going. You keep telling me about how the percentage is low. Nah, we'll be fine. We're I'm not. S- I didn't see a single fucking percentage, we're, buddy. We're, gonna be I fine, was just stating. Make it I, work. I was just stating <laughs> like uh, the real re- realistic. Yeah realism of the whole thing yeah which is yeah you are gonna uh, this is why we balance each other out man. yeah yeah yeah. i'm gonna stay optimistic you stay realistic i mean it's, it's nice that you already have a house you know that's step one that's step one you know like now you just gotta bring a person in here and be like yo fucking do the dishes bitch <laughs> <laughs> start cleaning and doing my laundry but uh, but but i got a phd and i don't give a fuck <laughs> where's my fifth kid where is he <laughs> And I'm going to be single for my life. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. We are not the characters that we portray. I think we're going to start needing to have, especially for the next episode. (laughs) <laughs> I keep on like bro I'm telling you I love this next episode I I'm excited love it as well he texted me saying this next episode is quote controversial but yeah um, we might need like stuff in the beginning of episodes that goes we are not these characters these characters are portrayals of <laughs> <laughs> we need disclaimers we need this. oh no oh no oh, I'm not excited I'm we scared, like you need I'm a disclaimer for this one I think maybe I don't know uh, no but this yeah. fine uh I don't know. There's going to be someone out there. Oh, what? You fucking hate your dad? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Close us off, man. Close us All off. All right, man. Thanks uh, Thanks for tuning in. It's been Faded. Um, see you guys. It's been Horace and Johan. See you later, guys. Peace, peace. This camp went exactly how I thought it would. Like, I'm glad Kelly got out of his comfort zone. He's reconnecting with his dad. We really did everything I was hoping we would at this camp. Honestly, my favorite moment of podcast camp had to be those deep tissue massages. I went for like three more. I don't know how the hell they ended up in camp. Uh, yeah, they're great. Kelly and I were laughing through every episode, so I bet it's going to sound amazing. Dude, I can't wait for them to hear that story about Johnny. Yeah, for sure. I recommend podcast camp. Really just try to venture out of your normal normalcy. This is the time. I recommend this to anybody and everybody. No, now that Kelly's reconnected with his dad, I don't see myself coming back to Camp Podcast. It was cool and all, but I don't really want to start a podcast. I was just trying to find something to do for the week.